Hi, this is Sharon Rhodes of Time For You, and I want to welcome you to my podcast today. We're continuing our discussion about something that I use every day, and that's essential oils. You know, these days, everyone is getting on the essential oil bandwagon. A market research report that was just recently published by Grandview Research reveals that the essential oil global market demand was 226.9 kilotons in 2018, and it's projected to expand at a rate of 8.6% between 2019 and 2025. That growth is largely because of end-use industries like food and beverage, personal care products, cosmetics, and aromatherapy. Aromatherapy is really hot right now, which is why we're looking at essential oils. Now, the number of companies that are adding essential oils as a secondary product line is growing quickly, and some are advertising their oils as 100% pure, all natural. You can buy essential oils today in the grocery store, big box stores, health food stores, and online. If you're already using essential oils or are thinking about bringing them into your home, it's really, really important to understand that they are so much more than nice aromas. Like everything else you breathe into your lungs, apply to your skin, or ingest into your body, they can significantly affect your health and well-being. You see, essential oils are made up of teeny tiny molecules, and lots of them, thousands and thousands of them. And because they're so tiny, they can penetrate cellular membranes and get into your circulatory system. From there, they're transported to the tissues and organs throughout your body. Tomorrow, we'll talk about how essential oils can be used and how they work in the body. First, I want to explain why it's so important to know what to look for when choosing an essential oil. Quality matters, purity matters, your health matters, and labels on bottles of essential oils really are not reliable indicators of quality or purity. Regardless of what the label says, therapeutic grade, 100% pure, all natural, regardless. Why is that? Because the U.S. government allows companies to label their oils as pure when they may contain other things than the essential oils as it was produced by nature in the plant. Things like fillers, additives, chemicals, harmful chemicals at worst, and simply something that won't benefit your body, mind, or spirit at best. Yes, you heard me correctly. Anyone can call their oils certified 100% therapeutic grade or use whatever term they conjure up to give us confidence that we're getting what we expect. And even if a company is selling pure oils, they are not required by the government to explain how the oils were grown, harvested, distilled, tested, or stored. Now here's an interesting fact. According to the Lavender Growers Association, 100 times more pure lavender essential oil is exported from France every year than is actually grown there. How can that be? Likely, 
Some of those bottles that are marked 100% pure lavender oil contain some pure lavender essential oil along with some synthetic ingredients that have been added to extend the oil. And that means that oil is adulterated and not pure. So today I'm going to empower you with the questions you need to get answered before you invest in any essential oil. Distilling essential oils is an art that requires tons of knowledge and experience. It's not a once and done process. Each plant needs to be distilled at just the right temperature and pressure for just the right amount of time in order to properly extract the oil from the plant material without losing or harming any of its precious properties. For example, cypress needs to be distilled for at least 24 hours in order to get all of the active constituents into the final product. Yet geranium needs only be distilled one to three hours in order to get the best geranium essential oil. Have you ever used a tea bag more than once? Let's say green tea. The first cup of tea is robust and flavorful. And yet with each time you use that tea bag again, the tea gets a little bit weaker and loses a little bit more of its flavor. It's still green tea. So you would be truthful to serve a second distillation to someone and call it green tea. However, it would, have, it would not have all the flavor as the first cup. Similarly, if you brew a cup of organic green tea and then add a drop of artificial flavoring, or maybe some honey that has pesticides in it, what are you now serving? It is not 100% pure organic green tea, even though that's what you started out with. But you added things to it that changed its properties and degraded its purities and healthiness, healthfulness. So what questions do you need to ask before you buy an essential oil? Here are some of the key ones. Do they own their own farms and or control the growing process? Are plants grown in pure soil that is free from any synthetic fertilizers, pesticides, etc.? Most companies will claim organic if the soil has been organic for four to seven years. Truly organic means no pesticides, fertilizers, etc., ever or for at least. 50 years. Are the seeds pure? Are they healthy seeds that have not been genetically modified? GMO seeds grown in organic soil are still genetically different than the authentic pure seeds. Can you visit the farms to see how the plants are grown and harvested? Do they distill their own oils? Are they steam distilled or do they use solvents? Do they provide complete distillations or do they bottle secondary distilled oils like that tea bag you use more than once? Many oil companies simply purchase vats of essential oil liquids from third parties. Very few companies distill their own oils, so how can they possibly know where the seeds come from? What was in the soil that it was grown in? How the plant was grown and whether it was harvested at just the right time to ensure the best oils. Do, does the company test each and every batch of oil? This is a very important question to ask 
and be sure to listen to the response because many companies, even those who buy vats of already distilled oil, will say they do test. So you need to ask which tests are done and by whom. Are the tests done in-house by the in-house by the company? Are the third party are third-party tests done by laboratories that have no fiduciary connection to the company that's selling the oils? What happens to oils that might test substandard? Are they resold to other companies or are, is, are they discarded? Now I realize this is a huge business loss to discard substandard oils, yet it speaks to the integrity of the company claiming their oils are pure. How long has the company been in the essential oil business? Are essential oils their main thing, their primary product? Or have they added them as a secondary product for profit? Because everybody's getting on the essential oil bandwagon. How many oils do they offer? How many oils do they have in their inventory? How many different types of single oils? How many different types of blends? Can their oils be ingested, taken internally? Or are they marked for external use only? And we'll talk more about this tomorrow. What sustainable practices do they use? for their global, global footprint. In other words, are they putting back more than they're taking from nature? So let's look a little bit more closely at essential oil testing, because the proof is in the pudding. That's where the action is. It's impossible for one test to reveal every component in an essential oil. I'm gonna say that again, because it's really important. It is impossible for just one laboratory test to reveal every component in an essential oil. Many companies will tell you they run a test that's called gas chromatography mass spectrometry. That's GCMS. And they'll tell you they do this GCMS testing on their oils. And while that is a valid test, it only tells you so much. It's just as important to know what's in an oil as it is to know what's not in an oil. And determining what's not in an oil takes extensive testing, different types of testing. So for the sake of time, I'd like to send you a free brochure that explains 20 different tests that really should be conducted before an essential oil is sold as pure, authentic, or genuine. So, if you would like this free brochure, I would like for you to text me free brochure at 240-587-5334. Or you can text me at 301-904-8333 and just say free brochure. I will contact you if you want to give me your um, information in the text, that's fine. If not, I will contact you and make sure that I get this free brochure to you. No obligation at all. I want you to have the knowledge that will allow you to, to choose the right essential oil for your own health and well-being. Tomorrow, we'll look at how to use essential oils and how they work in the body. So check back in. Share this podcast with any of your friends who may be interested. 
And until then, this is Sharon Rhodes. And I'll leave you with this thought. You know what I'm going to say. Be sure to take time for you. Be sure to take time to ask the right questions about essential oils or any product you bring into your home because it can affect your health and you deserve that. I'll see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.